This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 36 of the show. Hey guys. Happy New Year's. Woo. Hope you had a great Christmas and a good break and you're enjoying the holiday and get ready for a powerful, productive, loving and connected 2022. Oh, I love that. Yeah, loving and connected. Surely 2022 is going to be better. Oh, it's going to be huge. We're going to manifest so much as a community. The Art of Transformation community, the Transformation Bros yeah. community, we're going to manifest so much together. We are. We thought that after 2020. Remember? Remember back yeah. then? Well, I, I said I wanted a pandemic. No. Yeah. You did not. No. <laughs> Jeez. You imagine that. My Somebody, news resolution. Nah, I want to have a really tough time this year. Yeah. I want to be locked down. Funny you say that, but a lot of people are sort of in that uh, victim mentality. It does manifest that kind of thing. Well, that's true. More yeah. of the same. Because we're always Why manifesting, always to me? no matter what, we're always, the garden's always growing something. Hey, funny story. Yeah. I was on this uh, flight to Queenstown. <laughs> uh, early morning flight, so businessman, a lot of businessmen, businessmen yep. sitting next to me. And then you. I'm in the middle. And your boyfriend. Non's on the aisle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's manic, like doing emails, this guy. Right. Me. He's just like AGM, da da da, investment fund. Got to get the twenty million through. Have I got that report back? You know, he's just going for it. Was like, he a boomer? The phone's smoking. Yeah, he was probably he was probably a boomer, slightly older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we take off, and he's like, he's trying to eke out the last bit of three G. Right. You know? So we're like, even like a couple of minutes into while the, the plane's year. flying. Yeah, yeah. We're a couple of minutes into the year, and he's like, I want you I to stop and explain something to me. Yeah. Like when the pilot says you really, return really all your story, but carry on. Sorry, yeah. But when you turn your phones off, yep. you know, like it interferes with the navigation uh-huh. all that stuff. Is that true? You're uh, a pilot. Uh, I've always wondered. That there's parts of it that can be true. Right. So I would say, as a rule, it's not doesn't have a big impact. Yeah, because that would be risky, right? Leaving it up to the individual to yeah, actually comply yeah, totally. to keep the plane in the air. Yeah, but there is, when we're doing um, instrument landings, Ooh. where the airplane is landing itself, right? Uh, which is, you want that to go well, yep. especially if it's in fog or, you know, that's you require, you're relying on a lot of equipment on the ground and a lot of equipment on the airplane right. to work. And so that's the time where we really don't want to be no playing with it. Yeah. 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 Only landing? Particularly when we're doing like that auto land, instrument land, right. bad weather scenario. Okay. We probably don't want to have anything interfering coming between the aeroplane and the ground. Ground. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks for so clearing that up. 99% of the time, the reality is it's probably no problem. They might come after you for saying they, that. I'm sure they yeah. will. Yeah. FAA. Okay. Carry on with your story. So we're in the plane. He's texting manically. We're in the air. He's still getting the last bit of 3G, just getting meetings out, <laughs> going, oh, I've got to get the seed round through. Now I'm going to put this investment yeah. 25%. Yeah. He's doing numbers. And he's just like, we we both looked at each other and we were like, "Wow, like, are you having fun with life?" It just looked manic, right? He didn't look like he was enjoying it. Didn't look like, like it was stressed. Fun. He might have been worth a hundred million dollars, but it didn't look fun, right? Yeah, ninety nine point nine of that million was the stress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then as soon as he lost, he lost the last bit of coverage, and then the phone went away, and then the real estate magazine came out and it's just circling property, and I was a deal. And like, geez, only two point five million. And he, and he ripped the page out and he shoved it in the seat pocket. It was just manic. Yeah, wow. It's just crazy. And I was just like, wow, this is intense. Meanwhile, we're just having a cookie yeah. and watching the quiz. Andy's has got a little quiz that comes up yeah. on the screens. You know, very wholesome, very quiet, <laughs> peaceful. And I'm thinking, man, there's manic energy next to me. And halfway through the flight, I got my water bottle and I grabbed my water bottle out and I opened the, the top 
and it just starts hosing water out the top and it just goes all <laughs> over this guy and it's just it's just a fountain it's well, just why is it hosing are you squeezing it's it cuz it's pressurized you know cuz when you pressurize a bottle with the air when uh, the plane goes up yeah. it's had all this pressure built up and it just it almost hit the top of the ceiling like it was i can't overstate how much water was flowing out the top of it and it was uh, the boyfriend I was talking to, as I opened it I was looking over at him and so I didn't actually see it happen and he was looking at me and he said it was flowing and he said you were looking at me and it was just fountaining over to the other guy and it's just spraying all over his real estate magazine he's soaked and uh, oh my god yeah and the funniest thing was is I think because he's so highly strung <laughs> right he's used to getting angry at his kids Ooh. Like, I think he just, you know, like yeah. he's annoyed by everything, right? And so his kids must piss him off. So as soon as I started hosing water over him, he just yelled at me, Would you settle down? <laughs> <laughs> Which was my favorite part, like a naughty oh, child. I'm 37 yeah. years old. I'm just sitting there yeah. quietly watching the quiz. And I got told to settle down. Just bloody settle down. You and your water. Settle down with no, your water. Down. And then the most embarrassing, so I'm mopping it up with paper towels from the flight attendant. I'm mopping him up and I'm mopping the seats up. I've just created an absolute mess all yeah. over the whole aisle. Yeah. And um, then i got to sit there for 20 minutes next to him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but I tell you what, the second he got internet on the on their descent, yep. he was back into it. Wow. More, more, more deals, deals, deals. Yeah. Oh, great story. So that was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing and interesting how people react in I know. such a second, split second. And I also recognize the part of me that's quite manic. Mm. You know, I could see his energy was just like, he can't stop. Mm. He can't stop. He's like, he's got to keep going. And man, there's been times where I've been in that energy. I recognized it. I think that's why I didn't like it because I recognized it in me. I was like, man, I've had times where it's just like, yeah, on the, what's the wheel that the rat goes Hamster in? wheel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, rat, the, <laughs> the rat wheel. <laughs> yeah, when I'm on the rat wheel and you yeah. just can't get off. Yeah. It's just like you're in that fast paced motion. There is a rat race, if that makes it any easier. Oh, easy. yeah. So the rat race and the hamster wheel. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't sound good together, but anyway. There's a quote by um, Lily Allen that um, even if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure people can really relate to not being able to slow down, like getting stuff done, being ahead. Um, it's whether it comes from love or fear, you know, am I mm. like, cause that's what I had. I was like, had to make money, had to make money, got enough money, relaxed, money ran out, had to make money, more had money, to make money. money. So like I was a, um, an ad hoc participant in the mm. rat race, you know, as it suited me. But some people, as you've pointed out, are just like, da, 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 just, da, just constantly. And maybe that's how you make a hundred million dollars. I don't know. I don't have that much it's money. It's one way. It's one way. Yeah. Um, but slowing down, what's that phrase? Slow down to go fast. Yeah. I love that. And I have practiced that. So, yeah. It's like taking time for yourself. Um, it's a bit of self-care. Because ultimately that doesn't work, that going fast, because it's like either you'll burn out. Yeah. And I've lots of clients that have or burned fade out away. at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. But you, you'll either burn out or you'll get a divorce or you'll never know your kids or, it, I mean, hard to find connection from that manic place. Yeah, when you're telling everyone to just settle down. <laughs> That's your initial reaction when someone hoses water over you on a plane. <laughs> you know, just be cool, man. He didn't see the humor. <laughs> he didn't see you know, like like was one quite giggle, funny. eh? Yeah. And I was explaining it to him because I'm like, <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> 
it's pressurized. It's pressurized. Yeah, I was going, oh, it's pressure. The bottom, yeah, the flight, the pressure cabinet, the water, and it just. Yeah. And it, he's not interested. Did at he all. say any other words? No, that was it. Just settled. The he did. Fuck he down. even sort of turned down the paper towel. He was just happy to sit there in my filth. <laughs> <laughs> and just, the last thing anyone wants is someone else patting them down. Those. So, I you know, know. It's like that's yeah. one of those awkward moments. It was. Yeah, but um, I think, you know, I've. I think there's a lot of people creating their business in particular from a place of fear. No doubt. Yeah, and that's something to really look at with your business is. The, the problem is when, you, when you're coming from fear is, let's say your fear is running out of money. Yeah. The best you can ever hope for when you're coming from that place is to not run out of money. Yeah. That's yeah. the ultimate success would be not running out of money. And I don't know about you, but that's not very inspiring to me. Yeah, that's have right. My goal be to not run out of money. Whereas, and, and that also looks like having enough money but not being happy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a really funny thing that happens often in my coaching is if you coach a lot of heart-centered spiritual people, they'll often be feel a little bit guilty for wanting money. Yeah. Like they won't, they won't yeah. want to yeah. admit they want to earn money or yeah. they won't. Money's the root of dirty. all evil. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard it all before. Yeah. yeah, and so what they'll do is they'll say, well, I'm not really happy with my financial situation. Um, I don't want to be rich. You know, I don't need yeah. to have heaps, but I just want enough to get by. Justify. Yeah, yeah and I'll say, well, at the moment, how are you going? They'll go, well, I've just got enough to get by, but, you know. <laughs> Hashtag manifestation <laughs> Hashtag 101. manifesting, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, speak up, people. Say what you want. But manifesting just enough to get by yeah. is an awful way to live. It's yeah. a stressful way to live. And if you want to do great things in the world, if you want to actually change the world, if you want to make an impact, if you want to use your business for good, you're going to have to make money. You're going to have to make money, and ideally a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. To fuel that mission. Yeah. And because so, you can help so many more people, right? Totally. It's what you can do with that money. Yeah. Well, one, it takes the stress off you. Yeah. That's the first thing. Because and, you're so in tune with doing amazing things in the world. Why should you be stressed as well? Totally. It's not, not helpful. No. So, yeah, instead of like moving away from that fear of running out of money or fear of not having enough money or fear of not having money for a time, whatever your fear is slowly shifting out of that place and finding the thing that you really desire. What's something more powerful to replace that? What's something that you can move towards rather than running away from a fear? Yeah, I like that. And transforming that way of being into the what you're talking about, mm. which is finding something you love, that you care deeply about, that you want to do. So, because we haven't used the word transformation recently, <laughs> I just noticed. Ironically. But that's actually what yeah. you're talking about. Well, that, yeah, that would be you'd be transforming your relationship with, with money. The the other thing is like a lot of people, I, I found this in New York. I was around a lot of startup founders and stuff in New York, going to a lot of meetups. And all of them just wanted to find the next great idea, get funded, grow it, and then exit for 70 or 110 million Yeah, after eight years or something yeah. like that. That was their ultimate goal was to find the next idea, break into a market, grow it, and then make a ton of money. Yeah. Super uninspiring for yeah. me. Just mm. not into it. You know, you hear fintech bandied around a lot. <laughs> I don't even know fintech. Do you they make fintech? fins? you got to get into fintech. Oh, right. If you're not in fintech, you're okay. missing out. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> I'll get some and you guys get fintech some as well. Fintech is um, 
financial technology. So any app to do with banking or oh, money or yeah, share right. trading, like Sharesies, right, in New Zealand right. would be a fintech company. Um, Got it. <laughs> so there's a lot of talk. And I just, it would just make me fall asleep hearing about that stuff. But anyway, um, I would often think, okay, you've exited for $100 million. What do now you now what are you want? Gonna, yeah, now what are you going to do? That's right. We're... My gut feeling is with the business I run and possibly the business you run, I don't know. Absolutely. Is that I could run it for the rest of my life and exit or not exit, but I know because I'm always trying to hone that purpose and that mission in my business, I'm always mm. trying to get it closer and closer and closer and more aligned that why would I want to exit that? I'm creating the business that I want to – is the highest expression of, of me and what I want to do with the world. Oh, I love that. And so I'm not – I'm moving towards that. I'm moving towards how can I make more impact? How can I be more on purpose? How can I be more in alignment? How can I make more money to support this vision? Right? So yeah. that's the thing that drives me. I just keep honing that and, and tuning, fine-tuning it as opposed to me running away from, fuck, I can't remember not run out of money. Yeah, not having enough money. Not having enough. Yeah, I love that. That's really good. Jason and Nathan. Having a, a mission, a big purpose like you're talking about, is how common is that? I, the more Good people question. I meet, the more I can hear that that's actually what they want to do. Like they might even, it might be a hairdresser, but they love helping people, making them look good. Mm. So uh, what I did with my company was, uh, particularly when I went broke, is I had to look at what I loved about it and what what is it, what am I actually doing? Because it's so easy to break it down into bricks and mortar and the money that we make, but what is the service and what, because that's what you're going to fall in love with. Well, that's what I fell in love with. And the minute I did that with my company, everything changed. I was like, holy shit, we're making a difference. We're making a difference one freaking person at a time. And that's perfectly fine. And so when you add that kind of value in the world, this is what happened for me. I the money takes care of itself. Mm. I I kind of stop thinking about the money. I've got to be. I got to deal with the money. Well, I would think even one step further for you. I noticed that you actually put some really good money people in place. You've Correct. got a great accountant. You've got yeah. a woman that works for you. I think full time now. That yeah. Handles finance, accounts, and yeah, you know, and you you communicate with her. Hey, this is my. This is the energy I want around money. We want to pay our invoices as soon as they come in. Blah blah yeah. blah. I'll tell you what our, our vision is in terms of how we handle finance. But I'm not going to be over there obsessing about the money with you. Yeah, that's how it felt when I was watching. Yeah, it. yeah. Thanks for reminding me about that. But also, if it's left to me, it doesn't get paid on time. Yeah, things don't actually happen. But that's not your genius. Yeah, that's right. Mine's running the team, having the vision, um, wanting to heal the world. One person at a time, putting systems in place. I don't even need to do the systems. I just think of them, uh, and then hiring people smarter than me to complete on this vision. Yeah, and that would be one of the best things I've done. I think is actually noticing and recognizing when someone's smarter than me or better at me at what they do, and like that feels amazing. There's a real funny temptation out there for business owners to hire people that are not as smart as them. Or that they feel like, oh, now that I've, um, I want to outsource the operations side of the business. I've been running the operations inside the business. I want to find a an uh, operations manager to replace me. Yeah. So I'll get someone in that's, um, you know, a little bit green, and I'll train them up to be yeah. like me. Ugh. It's such a common mistake. Oh, 
biggest it's, mistake but it ever. makes sense though right it makes you think like oh i know best i know this business better than anyone yeah i need a young gun to come in that i can teach the way <laughs> right it's sort of like a a, a, when you a, put it like that, yeah. A natural human thing. Yeah. Whereas what's going to save you a ton of time and money is go, I'm going to find the best fucking operations manager out there that can yeah. do this job 10 times better than I can do, even though I've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. And I'm going to get them come in and absolutely get this place humming. Yeah. Oh, great point. And I, did, I learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really did. And the people I upset the most were the people that I was probably micromanaging. And it didn't feel like micromanaging to me because I still had these great intentions and I praised them and I knew that they, they were actually really good at what they did. But um, the outcomes that I was getting showed me that I was I was still micromanaging. And it's something I, I, I can notice now. Um, someone will talk to me about something and I actually take it on. I'll be like, um, I had this the other day, one of my um, people was telling me about this stuff and it was really difficult. And then I started going into thinking and I was like, shit, yeah, how are we going to do that? What am I going to do? Um, and I felt really close to that person. Like we were we were working on it together, right? And then for the next two hours, I was out of the office. I was doing something. I was still thinking about it and I was like, oh, man, this is really, this is going to be a real problem. We really need it. And I was thinking, thinking, thinking. Got back into the office and I said to her, um, what are we going to do about that? And she's like, oh, I sorted that out an hour ago. <laughs> I was like, oh. Wow. So the learning for me is I actually don't have to overthink it, but I can support And you also them. didn't have to do the grunt work. Yeah, I didn't have time. to do the grunt work, yeah. Because as business owners, and I'm sure you guys out there will appreciate, we're doing the grunt work 24-7 and just in our mind. Yes. It's, it's Holding constant. the space. Holding the – And it can, yeah. it can be analogous to being a parent. Yeah. Even when your kid's at school, you're still being a parent. Yeah. You're still holding the energy. You're worrying about them. You're thinking yeah. about them. What are we going to have for dinner? How do I – What oh, next year, do they need a tutor? How do I – yeah, right. even paying the mortgage and you know working and it's all Creating it's all house, yeah, yeah everything's home. in there. Yeah, it's the same thing in a business, that, and that is actually your job as a founder is to hold that energy. Yeah, and, and let's a job the fuck go. And that's the biggest. So here it is, you know, <laughs> let it go. Let What's go. the limit to that though? Let go, let go, let go, let go. What's the limit? Um, that's a good question. What is the limit? Let go and keep an eye on it. <laughs> <laughs> let go. Well, put these people in place and let them go. Yeah. Um, and once again, this has amazed me that people have actually done more and created better things than I could have thought of. Mm. Like, it sounds great, doesn't it? This has taken me, um, I've been in business 20 years, but this company here that I'm talking about now has been is 10 years old, um, just turned 10. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Let's celebrate that. Woo! Yep. Always got to celebrate people. Um, yes. Yeah. No, you got to. You still got to use your intuition. <laughs> use your intuition. Um, feel feel into it. What's going on? Does this feel good? You know, is it slipping away? You got to have that sort of um, helicopter view. Yeah. And but it, honestly, for me, over the last probably five years, it's the letting go, letting go, give, giving people the power, letting them use it. I mean, I know so many people that have been micromanaged. And I just hate it. It just doesn't work. You can't flourish. You can't bring your genius. You, if you're enrolled in the vision and what the the creator or the um, the owner is trying to create, and you're into that, like genuinely, you're going to bring. Then you're starting to think about it a little bit, twenty four seven, maybe twenty two seven or something. Yeah, yeah. And a, a lot of um, a lot of people that are micromanaging their job, you guys might relate to this. They sort of end up doing the bare minimum 
and they might not know why even. You yeah. might not even know why. You sort of disengage. It's like, yeah, the company's cool and it's, you know, they've got this vision, but I'm just, I just come in and do my job and leave. Right. That's a disempowered team. Uh, I was just talking to a friend, Pam Dibbs, yesterday, amazing coach out of Seattle. She's a coach at Microsoft and Costco and Boeing and all these massive companies. Shout so, out to Pam. Yes, Pam's just a badass. And she goes into these teams. She was just telling me she did some work with a team um, and basically teaches them a whole new leadership style. Mm. And the leadership style is effectively coaching, as we would just call it coaching. Right. And Through different levels. Through different levels. Coach. Yeah, no, she goes um, – sort of at the lower levels. Right. Yeah, and she makes sure when she's coaching teams that the bosses aren't there. Right. So she talks to the teams because when the bosses come in, everybody doesn't speak true. the truth. Yeah, yeah, true. And um, a big one was, I, I think this goes for founders, but it also goes for managers in a company, is they think that if they, if they don't have all the answers oh. and they're not solving the problems and they're not handling everything and having everyone come to them, then somehow they're... Not doing their job. Not or, doing their job or that they're in not inferior but not good enough. Not, yeah, not, not capable. Doing it, yeah, not capable, not right. And yeah. so you'll know as a coach, do we have to have all the answers? No. Absolutely not. No. We have to ask great questions. Yeah. And that's that's the whole shift that she gives them. One of the fundamental shifts is stop pretending that you have all the answers and that you need to have all the answers. Yeah. Start coaching your team and asking really good questions to allow them to start that's flourishing beautiful. in their own capability, yeah. right? I don't do that enough, I've just realised, but that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, do more of that. And mm. um, it's the same thing. So that creates that dynamic when you're actually coaching your team and going, hey, you know, trusting them and go, well, what would you do in that situation? Yeah. Well, how could we think about this differently? Or if you really trusted yourself, what decision would you make here? Yeah. You know, really asking really good questions. Um, then you're actually going to get that engagement that you were just talking about and they're going to start getting the buy-in because yeah. they're going to feel empowered. Um, yeah, and I just noticed one way that that happens in my business too is like someone will ask me what we, what we need to do or what we should do and I have actually asked them back, what would you do? And then they actually answer it. Yeah. And they because a lot of people, and you'll probably re- relate to this, we've just got to talk it out. Yeah. Sometimes we just got to talk it out. If totally. It stays in the head. But if we, if we talk it out and it makes sense when we talk it out, we're boom, we're in. Sometimes I'll say to my clients, they'll, <laughs> they might say, um, oh, well, let's say they go, I'm working on my business. Oh, and I'm just really struggling with this and this isn't working. And I'm, oh God, I'm doing that same thing I always do. And I'll say, well, if you're doing this and you're doing that and this isn't working, how would you coach yourself through this? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then immediately they're like, because they can, sometimes with my clients, they'll get into a bit of a clienty mode. Yeah. They want me to sort of solve it or they just want to sit in some problem for a bit. Yeah. And they I come just, alive though when you do that. Yeah, and they'll they? go, well, what, how would you? And they go, oh, because they know the answer. Yeah. Because when they swap into coach mode in their head, yeah. it's all very obvious. Yeah. When you're in sort of victim-y, struggle, I got problems mode, it's yeah. like, meh. Yeah, come on, come on, yeah. buy into help this. Help me. me, yeah, help, help me. me. Do your coaching thing. Yeah, help me make Fix me feel me. better. I go, well, what if you were to fix yourself? And they always know the answer. Yeah, so it's probably the same thing. It's it's shifting out of um, having your team coming to you for all the answers, and Ooh. you sort of pretending you're this oracle yeah. that's all got all the answers. Exhausting. And moving into questions, yeah, and coaching and capability and belief. And you can feel burnout happening there with you having to hold oh. everything and have all the answers. And I mean, are bosses and managers and, and, and founders, are they burning out? I think so. Some Record of them. Right. Couple. 
Yeah. Record rate. Yeah. In New Zealand or America sure. or everywhere. Yeah. Yep. We don't do stats. India. Yeah. We're just making this up. Yeah. So if you want to question it, go. Well, just anecdotally. Google it. You know, people are overwhelmed. Yeah. And I just hear so many people that don't like their job because the team sucks and their manager sucks and they say it's a toxic work environment. Yeah. You know, so I don't feel like there's a lot of high performing teams out there. Yeah. And shit flows downhill. That's what I always say. So it, it does come from the top somewhere. Sure, you can get a blockage mm. and that can mess it up. But ultimately, if you're, I'm thinking about myself here, I'm trying to create that environment where people can flourish mm. and have that buy in and actually enjoy it. Because, like, who doesn't like contributing? I think it's like a basic human trait to be able to contribute and be a part of something. That's what everybody says. Whenever I talk to someone and say, what would you love to do? They always say, I want to help people in some way. I want to feel like I'm contributing. That always fascinates me. That It's like yep. such a core part of us as humans. Yeah. We want to feel like we're making a difference, like we're contributing and we're helping and we're, yeah, shifting the needle in some way through yeah. our contribution. On this one-way conveyor belt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Um, I'm deep in this at the moment because uh, I'm shifting my business next year to work with, you know, rising leaders yeah. and that are creating impactful business and doing this type of thing. So, um, and I've made a commitment to create this business in the way that I teach and the way we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And so that means hiring a team, having people that are better than me, taking care of stuff and man, it's hard. What's hard? <laughs> um, I want to do everything myself. Right. There That's you go. My, my initial impulse is, oh, I've got to, yeah, I've got to do that. I've got to do that. Yeah. Just my, because I'm five years solopreneur. Yeah. You know, so I do everything in my business. Do the marketing, I do the sales calls, I do the coaching, <laughs> I do the finance, I pay the taxes. So this is um, <laughs> Sure, you <laughs> pay wink, taxes. Wink. <laughs> um, so this will be a great example. Yeah, it will be good. So I've just hired... Yeah. Um, a new coach to help me build that business from that place yep. and was really clear that's what I want to build with her. And, and shout out to Emma. Yeah, shout out to oh Emma. Oh, my She's goodness. Coach. And then uh, even just today, actually, I hired a marketing um, team yep. that's going to create the funnel and the outreach and everything for the marketing. So, yep. yeah, and then just even this conversation has put me in a great energy to just remember how am I going to coach them, how am I going to coach that marketing oh. team and how am I going to get the most out of them. Obviously, need a new website built, so put that out this morning. So I need to same thing. Empower them. You guys know what a great website is, what it looks like, what content works. Wow, that's going to be a great example of how to let go. Yeah, and actually, yeah, get those juices flowing in other people. Get them that's to right. be creative for you, and just be like you know, Emma's really good. My coach Emma now is really good at getting. She was me. my coach. You stole her. Yeah, Yoink. She's awesome. <laughs> getting the messaging right. So, and that's really when we're talking about that high level, what we do, the holding that space, is like getting the messaging right. Who are we targeting? What are their problems? What do they aspire to? What do we want to be telling them? What do we want to be teaching them? So getting that high level stuff, and then I can communicate that to each of my team as I'm building this out. Yeah. Amazing. Because that's part of the vision. Mm. It's like, if you don't have that, where you're actually going, then everyone's kind of going around in circles. Yeah. What's the one with the lock and key? You know, when you're starting a business, yeah, it's why it's gonna. I'm not gonna even try it. <laughs> I forgot it. But it's like, um, you oh look, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like instead of thank um, you, bro, making a key and then walking around the city to find a lock that it fits, find a lock that needs a key, and then make that key. Yeah, nice. Is that what you mean? I still don't get it. <laughs> that's fine. 
But anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd like to sound smarter than that, but yeah. it's You're more about... the rat wheel. Yeah, I'm on the rat wheel. It's more about like actually... Because I've, I've seen it, because I'm old, older, I've seen a lot of people create businesses that actually there wasn't a need for, as, a, <laughs> as opposed to... No demand for it? Well, yeah, but even if there's like a little demand or um, they think there's a bigger demand... Oh, look, I've done it myself, actually, 100%. I've done that. Um, but like being really clear on what you're trying to create at that higher level, yeah, so that you've got the enrollment. Well, because what people do, they go like, oh, I've just... Um, I make... Um, peanut butter pizzas at home yeah i just love peanut butter on a pizza and you know what i think i'm going to get in the peanut butter pizza business well everyone that comes around just loves them love my pizza so i reckon it's yeah gonna... my mum loves them yeah my dad loves them <laughs> my kids always eat it and so then they go and build a peanut butter pizza yeah and they go to sell it and then brr, 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 crickets yeah 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 good chat. truth yeah yep good chat um I want to say <laughs> have a great new year. It's been a pleasure yeah, this don't, year. And don't, are we, should we tell people, well, they're going to make up their own mind about New Year's resolutions though. How could we, maybe we should do oh, an that's episode a good point. on. Yeah, we'll do the next episode on. How to do and NYRs. Yeah. Oh, NYRs. Yeah, because nice. uh, they don't work. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows. No, they do. Everyone's sort of anyway. onto that now, aren't they? Yeah. But um, setting intentions work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for a great year, bro. Yeah, thanks. Oh, got the podcast. This is the out. end of the Ooh, year. This is the end of the year. That was terrible. We did that. Yeah. There we go. There we go. You guys hear that? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thirty-six episodes. It's been a pleasure. It's been a privilege. We love yeah. it. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you guys. You We're guys make fun, this. Yeah, you guys make this. Our little community. Your feedback, as you know, yeah. your questions, just the fact that you're listening and that you're out there and that you're enjoying this and you come on this journey with us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And have a let's make 2022 the best year ever. Absolutely. We'll see you guys in the new year for episode 37. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 